Adam, I got a question. Before you upload episodes, or I guess not before, but after you upload episodes, do you listen to the volume to see mm-hmm. how it sounds, to play it, make sure the sound doesn't sound too low? Every now and then. Every now and then? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to need you to start doing that every time because I want us to be professional. We are professional. And you're slacking a lot. No, we are professional. No, Adam, you're slacking a lot. Dude. Emily, Emily, I trust Emily's opinion more than yours. What? She came to me the other day and told me that she tried to listen to the episode that Rob Hardy was on, uh, Mind Blown. You should yeah. go listen to that episode. It's pretty good. I already have. Not you, the listeners. But she came to me saying that the audio was really low, so she stopped listening. So I don't want people to get deterred if they think we have bad audio quality, which I don't think we have terrible audio quality. No, but I, I just think we've need, got... Every time you go to upload an episode, just make sure to like play it on your phone or something just so you see how the audio sounds. Okay. Make sure it sounds okay. You don't need to make some last-minute adjustments. If you or someone you know has been affected by boredom, you need to try Catch All Podcast. Consult your conscience before listening as possible side effects may include but are not limited to an eight-pack of abs due to excessive laughing as well as incessant crying like if the polarized caps melted from global warming. Listeners may also experience some level of existential crisis. Stop tuning in to Catch All Podcast if you realize that you are in fact listening to random rascals ramble on about random stuff. Welcome to Catch All Podcast, everybody. I'm Parker. Got Adam across the table from me. Yo. I'm not even going to bother trying to wine and dine you. We're Catch All Podcast. I'm going to pre-plug you. So, dude. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show. Throw us a subscription, rating, comment. And if you really enjoyed it, we would be super grateful if you head <laughs> to Patreon and throw us a couple bucks. That would be super great. Yeah. How you doing there, champ? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm That's good. Um, self-deprecating is normal, but, mm. you know. That's such a gross word. Depre- deprecating? Defecating. Defecating. Yeah, self-defecating. That's such a gross word. It is. It's pretty terrible. Catch yeah. us up. How you been there, I've champ? I've been great, man. Just um, staying busy with work, selling mm-hmm. cars like candy bars, chilling and dealing. <laughs> Jeez. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think about what you say before you actually say Dude, it? Dude, they say that crap all the time. That's the joys of working. Say it with again. Selling cars like candy bars, chilling and dealing, or willing and dealing, whichever you prefer. Uh huh. I'm chilling and dealing because I'm always chilling. So, yeah, I, I work with car salesmen. I, I, they've rubbed off on me. Yeah. But no, man. Um, Fitting right in. I I got a new car. You did. You had yeah. that Nissan Rogue Sport. I did. Not uh, a Subaru. No, heck no, not Subaru. But you know, I think you like Subarus. They're they're decent. They're de- mm, are they? Mm-hmm. They run for literally ever. They're, they're literally they're, ever. No, they're a quality automobile. You were talking <laughs> when <laughs> I was before you get Adams. The we had chili earlier, and Adams the gassiest I've ever, I think, seen him in my whole life. Like I ate the same chili from the same pot. I haven't farted once. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I have enough for the both of us. You need to you need to go to the doctor and get your cough seen about. <laughs> the timing was impeccable. And go see what how your body's digesting food. Oh, I better not do that. But now when I was talking about getting in a t- new car, you were all about it. You were loving it. Well, what what change? You got your Nissan and now you're like, oh I Nissan. Well because know. because Nissan pays my bills. I mean I can't argue that. Thank you. But Subaru's a good car. <laughs> they are good cars. I will say that. Yep. They're little boxer engines. That's mm-hmm. unique. Thuk, 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 yeah, thuk. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a performance air filter in mine. Yeah, you put it on mm-hmm. the uh, Insta-G. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know if I've been able to tell a difference, but... 
it's uh i don't know i have plans to i never thought i would want to customize a vehicle because mm-hmm. i always judge people that did that a lot but like getting into it and like driving not a whole lot off-road i've been with zach that one time but it was <laughs> it was really fun and i want to do stuff that makes it easier to do that yeah like off-roading put, is a lot of fun like put a little two inch lift kit i guess not little but put a two inch lift kit on it one and a half or two inches i haven't decided good yeah put that on there um I don't know about any other performance thing. I've looked at some cold air uh, intakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much performance boost you get from that. I can't see it's and not getting into the engine or like turbocharging or anything like that. How much performance you're actually gonna get from like swapping out parts? You know. The thing about cold air intakes. Do you know what their purpose is? To make the air going into the engine cooler. Yeah, it's to cool the air. That way you get more of a boost. Mm-hmm. Like when you're speeding up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when you're looking at the odometer mm-hmm. and it gets up there into the red with the RPMs and then it shifts. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's to keep the engine from overheating. That's why to get cooler air in there. So they I do actually. You will see some performance from a cold air intake. I've always heard. I've never driven one. So like a cold. Uh, also, it, it'll change the sound of the engine too. So uh-huh. it, you'll get more of a like rumble than mm-hmm. like changing if you change out an exhaust. <laughs> they sound really cool. No, I mean, you don't even have to change out the exhaust. No, that's what I'm saying. You can put on a cold air intake, and you'll get the sound of changing out an exhaust without having changed out an exhaust. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So Uh, not quite the sound of the exhaust. Yes, that's what I was saying. You'll get that sound without having to change out your exhaust, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be the exact same. Because I've been doing, or like reading online, of people, what they've done to their uh, cross treks and stuff, and people, Mm -hmm. a lot of what I've read is doing a... A Borla exhaust mm-hmm. with an SSD cold air intake. That's like the combo that people go with. Mm-hmm. I don't Just know if I'll do all that though. Make but. sure you're not reading like the WRX forums or anything. Oh no, no, no. They're, I mean, make sure they're, they fit a cross track. It's gonna end up being like a tuner car. You're, you're gonna be like Paul Walker. May rest in peace. In yeah. Fast and Furious. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But put, yeah, it's been a it's been a good couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. Sold a car the other day. It was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, then staying busy at work. Mm-hmm. Um, recording a couple of things. I finally got back in my home studio. Mm-hmm. Been writing some stuff again. Mm-hmm. You sold anything yet? Have I sold anything yet? Any songs you've written? Oh, no, I haven't. Because I know you were trying to like advertise your skills a little bit to people, mm-hmm. trying to get anything sold or... Yeah, I'm supposed services. to be I'm supposed to be meeting with a guy in a couple servicing, of weeks. You're servicing dudes now? Serv- no. Anyways... I'm supposed to be meeting with him, and he's going to kind of help me get up in the air with that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. Up in the air is in, like, recording more or just like using recording your more. services for, like, if people need, like, a jingle for something, they can... Yeah. Come. Okay, that's what you're trying to do? Pretty. He's going to give me, like, advice on how to build clientele. Mm-hmm. And, um, Have you gone to like the podcast subreddit and adver- like put out a post saying, "Hey, if anyone needs jingles, I have to the podcast subreddit or not the podcast subreddit." I've gone to like film composition uh-huh. subreddits. Um, I would go to the podcast subreddit because not to be sound derogatory because we're yeah. in quote unquote podcasters, but it's lower tier. Yeah. So it's people that are trying to more do it yourself. So I would go there okay. and put it out and see if you can get any bites. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Because when, I, do it when I look for music sponsors, and or not music sponsors, but um, music spotlights for us, that's mm-hmm. I've gotten a couple from like the local Atlanta music scene, and also I've gotten a couple from the podcast subreddit. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's do-it-yourselfers in there trying to do stuff and figure it out. So okay. you may have a little bit of luck. Yeah, I'll actually look into that. And then I've got that um, Fiverr 
that mm-hmm. website I told, <coughs> told you about. Mm-hmm. I've got an account set up through them, and I've gotten a couple of hits. Nothing really too serious, just a couple of smaller things. Yeah. But have you yeah. sold anything through them yet, or just gotten some bites? Just bites. Nothing serious. Okay. But I think the best thing for me would be like Reddit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But that's, right. that's about all I got. Mm-hmm. So, Parker, hey, catch us up. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just been doing me a lot. Good grief. <laughs> so please no, it's, it's been it's been you know like normal normal deal. Um, doing stuff at the house. I was over at the house the other day because oh. I'm I'm not living there full time, so I, I don't see things day to day. But you swapped out some like weather stripping on our side door and just like piddly little stuff. Yeah. Um, pricing out, getting our washer and dryer moved over from the kitchen yeah. to the back to its original place in the laundry room. So yeah. somebody took the plug-ins from the laundry room, moved them to the kitchen, and now we're going to move them back. Interesting. So yeah, we got a price quote on that and came back like $725 to uh-huh. do that and some other stuff. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to yeah. get another quote. That's a lot. So I'm going to get the guy who did my mom and dad's bathroom to come out and check it out. Um, we need to do some other stuff too. Swap out a vent in the bathroom mm-hmm. for a newer one, just because it's old and like gross looking. And take the plugins from the kitchen that were for the washer and dryer because that's a load bearing wall we're there against. So they come out this weird. I think I showed it to you last time you were over there. Comes out. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a piece on the wall that comes out to hide the piping and stuff. So take all that stuff, rip it out, and the old dryer exhaust is just kind of an open. What are you doing playing I'm with sorry. this thing? Stop playing with it. Put it down. Put it. Don't. T- I'm not touching it. Um, the old dryer exhaust in the kitchen is just kind of like a hole going outside, so that needs to be filled in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that kind of stuff. And yeah, been catching up on some some video games. I beat The Witcher Three on Death March difficulty. It only took you like six months. Well, I beat. I've beaten The Witcher Three. Uh-huh. That that task has been accomplished. Yeah. But I wanted to go back and try and platinum some bitch. Uh, so that's been a task in and of itself because I know you haven't played The Witcher, which I've been trying to get you to do. Yes, you have. Which you need to go on Amazon oh and gosh. buy your PlayStation oh, okay. Plus while it's like thirty percent off. All right, all right. So The Witcher, yes, yes. You are a most frustrating human being I've ever met. Why do you have a PlayStation for it and you don't even play the darn thing? Why do you still hang out with me? I don't know because you're frustrating. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm. Get into The Witcher 3. It's taken me a while to get through Death March difficulty because I've been taking breaks here or there. Started it, and then I played through the Batman Arkham's again. Oh, so, man. So, so I took a break from that. I love me some Arkham City. Oof. Did you ever play Arkham Knight? Nope. The third one? Nope. The Batmobile's in there. I know. It's so good. I did play a little bit of the Batmobile the other night. Oh, yeah, Oh yeah. because I let you play it. I forgot that. No, it wasn't you. Yes, it was. Was it you? Yeah. Oh, it was you, it and was. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So, oh, I'd forgotten that that was you. Okay. Well, thanks, man. Arkham Knight's so good. It's... You uh, got it. What's the, the plot? Like, okay. What's the storyline to the so, game? So, I'm going to try and remain as spoiler-free as I can. So, Arkham Knight is... You start as, you know, Batman. Something happens. Mm-hmm. The Scarecrow is threatening to release Fear Toxin in Gotham, basically. So, it gives you all of Gotham to explore instead of, just like, Arkham Island. Yeah. And there's Arkham City. It's a little bit bigger. Yeah. And then now you have all of Gotham. Yeah. So Scarecrow's in there, and he has a mercenary called the Arkham Knight, and he knows who Batman is <laughs> somehow. Yeah. And it's just on to the races from there. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is off topic, but it just came to me, and I want to talk about it before it goes away. Okay. 
Stranger Things. Yo, Stranger Things season two. Is that? Do you have that part of a topic, or can uh, it be part of my catch up? I mean, it can be part of your catch up. I'm watching it also. I'm not. Uh, I haven't finished it. I'm like halfway through, I think. All right. Oh, so we're probably around the same area. Then. Probably around the same area. I think I'm on um, episode seven of season two. Okay, I'm not quite that far. I think I'm on five or six. Okay. Uh, when I hit six, I think it was. It, mm-hmm. Oh man. It's definitely a little bit of a slower burn than season one. It's just taking a little while longer to get, like, I feel like they've been, not in a derogatory <laughs> sense, but kind of spinning their tires, like, revving up. Yeah. And then it, there's going to be a point where everything just kind of... I don't know, man. I kind of like I, I kind of like this season better. I'm not saying it was a bad thing. It just felt like it was a longer time to get going. Mm, kind of like The Walking Dead did last... Oh, you're not caught up on Walking <laughs> I Dead. I haven't watched Walking Dead oh my in gosh. at least a season. I know last season sucked. I saw Negan do... I saw... It was like the first full season with Negan. Yeah. I saw parts of that. And like, there's a tiger somewhere, and yeah, Jesus um, was like, came back. Yeah, um, Jesus, and then... The Messiah? You've got... No, not the Messiah. You've got King Ezekiel. King Ezekiel. And he's got like a pet tiger. Yeah. And they're all part of the saviors. And Carol, Carol had been like exiled or something, and Ezekiel came to see her at the house that she was staying in with the tiger. That was like yeah. the last thing I saw. Oh, man. I was very specific. I don't know why I know that. <clears throat> the last season, it was terrible, mm-hmm. especially compared to this one. This, this picked up a lot this yes, season? a lot. I, so far, there a were... Lot like, of, a lot of what I saw last season was just Negan just kind of like, oh, I'm Negan, I yeah. seem happy, but I'm crazy. It's it's not what it used to be. Uh-huh. It's, um, I mean, I love Negan. Negan's probably one of my favorite antagonists of any show. More than the governor? Yeah. You like him more than the governor? Oh, yes. Hmm. Um, I, I like his kind of bad persona mm-hmm. and it, extremely cocky I like that but mm-hmm. it's just I mean the show they're all they're doing is oh man Negan's such a bad guy he's oh oh he's so powerful and all they they shoot at him and they miss mm-hmm. like the whole last episode was this giant gunfight and they shoot at him and miss mm-hmm. like every time yeah I mean it's just kind of like stormtrooper type thing ah. just if you if you hold your hand steady mm-hmm. how you got him mm-hmm so that's that's a little strange. It doesn't really. It's not very logical. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's logic. still, huh? No, I'm just saying they're taking leaps in logic and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's still this season's still really. You gotta good. have something fiddling in your hands there, don't you, pal? I really do. Here, let's see if I can talk without moving my hands. I understand talking with your hands, but you're just diddling stuff. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just, I mean, it's just me. I can't mm-hmm. help it. But yeah, Stranger Things, it's, it's, I'm liking this season. Emily and I are watching it together. That's why it's taken me so long. It's oh. just that, yeah, we've been watching it together. Because we, we've never actually, like, watched a show that both of us like at the same time together. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're trying so hard. <laughs> I really am. Um, <coughs> so yeah, that's, why, well, that's what's taken us a little bit longer. I watched, we were going to watch one episode last night, but we got. I took her to a uh, play painting place in McDonough. Mm-hmm. So we had a cute little date, and then we went to eat at Cheddar's afterwards. Okay, cool. Um, and then when we got home, it was just it was just too late, and she was tired and ready to go to bed. So yeah, didn't get an episode last night, but got back to The Witcher, <laughs> got the Death March difficulty trophy for uh-huh. beating the main quest line. So main quest line's completed. Nice. I'm in Toussaint. Toussaint? Toussaint. Toussaint, kind of like croissant? Just like, and they, I mean, it's like they're France equivalent, basically. They all talk like this. Parlez-vous français? That's New Orleans. Yeah, you want, you know, I want shrimp, you know, you more energy, you want shrimp. All right, I got you. Good grief. So I'm going to finish up 
Tucson, and I guess I could technically bump the difficulty now just to make it easier and kind of blaze through the rest of it because I don't think anything yeah. else is difficulty related. Yeah. Um, and then I have some trophies I have to go back for, like some, I think one of them is like use your ard, which uh -huh. is, he has uh, signs. Yeah. They're called signs, and it's like his magic for a Skyrim reference. Uh -huh. And it's kind of like ard is a force push, and I have to use that to knock like 10 people off a ledge to their death or something like that. Oh my gosh. And then. I failed this one. It's a missable one. Mm -hmm. I failed this on this playthrough, but I have the save, the previous save on my last playthrough where I haven't done this mission yet. And it's there's a card game in the game called Gwent, which is actually very popular, and they're making a standalone Gwent title yeah. that's solely the card game. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Huh. Um, but <coughs> I have to win this Gwent tournament. Uh-huh. And I, I did not win it in this playthrough, but... On my old save for my previous playthrough, I still have not gone to the tournament, so I'll just do it on yeah. that. Now, The Witcher is... Is it based off of a book? I or think is it's the book Polish? Based? No, no, no. I think it's Polish is where it was published, but it's a Polish, like, fantasy novel. Yeah. That pulls a lot of... Uh, from a lot of fantasy, like, works of art. And, or not works of art, but uh, works of literature and stuff. So, like, there's Little Mermaid references and... Mm -hmm. Um, in The Witcher 3, there is like a... The Seven Dwarves yeah. were in a mission. To, that's a slight spoiler because you don't really know it. But there's like the Seven Dwarves and one of them is super tired and you have to like escort him back to this place and he keeps falling asleep. So, yeah. you know, sleepy. And then yeah. Dopey like is dumb and clumsy and he falls off a cliff to his death. And Oh my gosh. So it's a dark take on a lot of fairy tales like that. See, but I know um, I've always heard like my whole life a lot mm -hmm. of fairy tales... Are a lot darker mm -hmm. than I, I mean than like the Disney version, right? Yeah, the Disney of course like spices it up and makes it happier. Yeah, it's just like Prince and the Frog is, or Princess and the Frog. Like mm -hmm. there's a frog that you fight that you kill him and it turns out oh he actually <laughs> was a prince he was cursed. Oh my gosh! So yeah, it, there's there's fun fairy tale things like that in the Witch. Huh. I'm telling you, you would absolutely eat it up if you like Skyrim. Like this is leagues above Skyrim. Huh? It's so good. Okay, Parker, we'll see. Yes, we'll see. Um, and then I recently started, which is going to be my first like mini-topic, I guess. Uh -huh. And uh, you can put in whatever you think. Um, I started Mass Effect Andromeda, uh -huh. which Mass Effect is one of my favorite game series of all time. No. Yes, it is. Jack and Daxter, yeah. Uncharted, and Mass Effect Andromeda. Or not Mass Effect Andromeda, Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. I just recently played through Mass Effect again. I hooked up my PlayStation 3 couple months ago and played through Mass Effect mm -hmm. and I was just wrong on how good it was Mass Effect Andromeda started the other day and it's I don't know I knew the reviews going into it were yeah. already kind of like it's not the same <laughs> it's they looks like they kind of rushed it kind of deal going on and yeah I can definitely see there is a lot of jank to it it's it's set in the Andromeda galaxy mm -hmm. they the Milky Way sends out a team to colonize Andromeda, basically. Mm -hmm. So you show up in Andromeda, it's a blank slate. Nothing uh, that's happening in the Milky Way affects what's going on in Andromeda. Mm -hmm. So it's very cool in the aspect that you're exploring, mm -hmm. and it's like a frontier. So you get that feeling, but a lot of the characters they introduced, it just didn't have the same punch from like Mass Effect <coughs> 1 of introducing these new characters. It, Mm -hmm. You cared about the ones in Mass Effect 1 very quickly, like your core group of characters, and it wasn't just, it did not translate as well in Mass Effect Andromeda. Granted, I'm not that far into it. Yeah. So maybe it will eventually 
I'll eventually start to care. Maybe it's just rose-tinted glasses that mm-hmm. I've played through Mass Effect, like, seven times or something yeah. like that. So I know these characters very well, but um, it's very janky. Mm-hmm. Like, the and just facial animations and conversations. Uh, one big criticism was, like, their eyes, which mm-hmm. have been fixed in patches up till now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're very, I don't know, kind of lifeless. They just kind of, like do the, this, like, they're just yeah. kind of staring off all the time. Like, they, I get what they were trying to go for is just, because that's natural eye movement, but they kind of overdid it. Yeah. And it's it, 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 it takes takes away from it, and I feel like a lot of it was, like, two steps back, because mm-hmm. Mass Effect 1 was pretty janky, and then Mass Effect 2, it got, everything was tightened down a lot, and then Mass Effect 3 was tightened down even more from that, so, yeah. like, the facial animations and conversations, lip-syncing, just overall movements were not great, <clears throat> yeah. but pretty good, and I feel like Mass Effect Andromeda was just a step back from all of that. Like, it was... Like, they didn't learn anything from Mass Effect 1. It's just kind of on that same level now. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which, I mean, it kind of blows um, some of... There's, like, the power wheel missing, which was a big uh, gameplay element from the first Mass Effect is like you have your you have your main character mm-hmm. Shepard in Mass Effect One, and then you had two party members. Yeah. And so if you hold R one, it brought up your weapon wheel. I mean, um, I'm sorry, your power wheel. Mm-hmm. And you could select from all the powers that you had and that your party members had. Yeah. And you can perform that ability. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Mass Effect Two and Three. It had a power wheel. Mass Effect Andromeda does not have this. You do not have direct control over your teammates for whatever yeah. reason you still spec into them like you still power them up with experience points and you unlock new abilities for them to use but it's you can't tell them when to use what you can tell them attack this target mm-hmm. but you can't hold r1 pause the game and line up <laughs> a power to use which is i think i really dumb in yeah. the sense of like being an rpg that's kind of the thing is playing off each like party member's abilities and comboing up which comboing is a big part of mass effect andromeda it's just not you can't pause the game, line yeah. up a combo, and then perform it, you know? Yeah. Huh. Feel free to jump in I'm there so, at any well, point. I mean, you, keep, you keep talking, so I, I can't uh-huh. really just stop. I, I think I gave you Mass Effect to play through at some point. Or yeah, the first you one mm-hmm. you did. And I started playing through it, and I, I got into it for a little while. But it's just that type of RPG. It just uh, it doesn't really catch my attention that well. What, what, what do you mean, like, that type of... I don't know. I just... I mean, the whole reason... Growing up, I was never really a big fan of RPGs. Mm-hmm. I always you love Skyrim, it. though, for some reason. I, I, hang on. I'm oh, there. okay. okay. But, I jumped the gun. I'm sorry. Huh? I jumped the gun. I'm sorry. That's okay. But when I was younger, um, I remember my parents took me and saw Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And that... Ooh, fantasy. Yeah, that really, mm-hmm. really opened me up to the, fan- the fantasy world. Mm-hmm. And um, I fell in love with it. And then I started getting into, like, reading about Vikings, and mm-hmm. I got into, like, metal and stuff, and, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of metal. A lot of Amon Amarth, like, son. Yeah, Amon Amarth. <laughs> um, I mean, they're into that kind of thing, like, around that concept. Mm-hmm. And um, <coughs> then I heard about Oblivion in the eighth grade. That's I mean, that's how old it was mm-hmm. when Oblivion was out. But I never really played it, and then I had my Xbox 360, so I played a lot of Halo. Mm-hmm. That's like all me and my friends played was Halo and Gears of War. Gears, okay. All and right. then ninth grade, no tenth grade, was when um, I got Skyrim for my Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was. I just thought the cover looked cool, 
And you had no idea what you were getting. Did you even realize that it was related to Oblivion? I knew, yeah, I knew okay, it was Elder so Scrolls. Okay, you knew it was but, Elder Scrolls. Okay. Yeah. But, um, and then I'd read a crap ton of good reviews. Mm-hmm. So that's when I played Skyrim, and I you loved it. You want to know what also has good reviews? What? Which three? And, um... So, it's like nines. Nines and tens across the board. I know. But, um, so then I started playing Skyrim, and I saw that it was fantasy. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what kind of got me into it. And then I love sci-fi, too, but certain sci-fi. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's really hit or miss with me. I love Star Wars. Star Wars is one of my all-time favorite movies, uh-huh. or one of my all-time favorite... Potential like, segue. Just a second. Sorry. <laughs> well, Sorry. we're not segueing yet. I still got more to say. Oh, okay. And then um, Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. That's another really good one. Yeah. But then stuff outside of that, like Battlestar Galactica, Galactica oh, I couldn't get I into. Oh, I love Battlestar Galactica. Um... So, I mean, sci-fi is just hit or miss with mm-hmm. me, and that's how Mass Effect was. It's do you, just... you still have your, do you still have your 360? Yeah. You do? Um, what I would suggest, because Mass Effect 1 to 2 is a huge jump. Mass yeah. Effect 1 plays more like an RPG. Uh-huh. Mass Effect 2 plays more like Gears of War. Yeah. But you have powers and Wait, stuff. Wait, which Mass Effect plays Mass more? Effect 2 okay. plays more like Gears of War. Like it's press A to go into cover, cover-based shooter type shooter. Yeah. Um, what you could do is there is a comic you can buy on the 360 that is the, I can't remember the name of it, but it is basically the story to Mass Effect 1, and you get to make all the choices for Mass Effect 1, and those choices will carry over into Mass Effect 2. Because mm-hmm. that's the big draw of Mass Effect, is that it's, you create this character, you're this character, and you make these choices, and these choices reverberate throughout the series. Yeah. So the end of the game is going to be... And this was a big criticism of Mass Effect 3. It wasn't as drastic as they thought it it was hyped up to be. Yeah. But the ending is going to be a little bit different depending on things you choices you make throughout Mass Effect 1 and 2. Yeah. So you could w- watch this like interactive comic, basically, and make the choices of Mass Effect 1. Uh-huh. And then import that into Mass Effect 2 and play Mass Effect 2. Huh. And I'm, there's a... Um, I'm sure a Mass Effect trilogy bundle... That's how I got it on PlayStation 3 was bought mm-hmm. the bundle. And um, I would highly, highly, highly recommend buying the... Um, the bundle? The bundle and watching that interactive comic, making your choices, and then give Mass Effect 2 a try because okay. it is so good. Yeah. Okay. If you don't mind hooking up your old 360. No, I... Oh, heck no, I don't mind doing that. Okay. But, um... That's what I would do. Yeah. One thing I didn't like about Skyrim, though, it was... I I loved like running through there the map. I mean the map was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like all the giant mountains and mm-hmm. all Have that. Have you played the remastered PlayStation 4 version at all of Skyrim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I beat it. Uh, oh dang, you oh, oh. <laughs> I got that like the night it came out and uh-huh. then that's all I did for about 2 weeks. I think I snagged it when it was on sale the PlayStation store, yeah. but it's just been sitting there. I'm afraid oh. like Witcher 3 took me months. Yeah. of like and granted, having a fiance, a fiance, fiance. and a house cuts down <coughs> on my gaming time a little bit. Which I'm not complaining. Which is a good thing. I yeah, spend time of course. with Emily. I love my life. She's fantastic. So I don't get to play as much as I would like to. But it uh, it would be so much fun to go back to Skyrim. It it was so I agree. good. I I'm, agree. I'm afraid of that time sink though. Like that was that can be hundreds of hours. Mm-hmm. Now I will say <coughs> um, about Skyrim. 
Uh, this is what I was about to say. How, how deep did you get into it? Like, did you just go through and beat the main story, or did you, like, get lost and go oh, off Lord. and do a bunch of side quests and stuff? Um, let me think. I did the main story, then I uh-huh. got the, um, I did the Dragonborn So DLC. it's got the, is, okay, it's got yeah, all the Yeah, it automatically in it. comes with all the Okay, so it's like a game of the year. Yeah. Complete edition or whatever. I'm trying to think. What else did, I did the there, Dragonborn. Dawn, Dawn Guard or something, fam, there's a vampire expansion. I didn't so much do Dawn Guard because. Well, it was Guard, Dawn Guard, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Dawn Guard. Uh-huh. Um, because when you do that, you have to like, leave the Brotherhood, um. Don't you have to become a werewolf too? No, it's either, you become either a werewolf or a vampire. You can't be both. Can and you, that's, can oh, you, I hated that. You really, uh, can you cure that? Can you cure, cure like canthropy in that? I don't know. I think there is a way to get out of it. I think I think I became a werewolf and was able to cure it. I'm sure. Because, I'm sure there's a way. Because tra- I mean, transforming in a werewolf, you got like super powerful and we were able to run around and like yeah, mess some stuff up. But I just wanted to play my character, so I yeah. think I eventually cured it. Now I did a vampire. Um, I'm not sure about. I did keep the vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, I now the Xbox 360. That's when I was a werewolf. Oh, okay. And um, so I didn't really different. care for that. Uh huh. But when you're a vampire, that's a lot of fun because you can either stay a vampire and then you can use like the um, thing where you suck the life out of people and you use that to heal, or uh-huh. you can become the vampire king. Uh huh. Which that's a lot of fun because you just you float around with your wings all flapping and stuff, uh-huh. and then you literally just like force, force choke, choke people. Uh-huh. Now that was a lot of fun. Okay. Whereas the werewolf, you're literally running around on all fours, biting people. Mm. That's just Maybe. anticlimactic to me. Yeah, okay. Maybe, I don't know, maybe once once I'm moved in and everything and I have some time and I want to sink something in, I can just play Skyrim because that yeah. seems like something you could just bring up at any old time and yeah. have some fun with. I did get, you know anything about Deus Ex? I've never heard of that. Uh, Deus Ex is a yeah, cyberpunk franchise. There's Deus Ex, is it Human Revolution? <laughs> uh-huh. Was the... 361, and then there's Mankind Divided, which is the current gen one. And I think there are some old games that they they follow. Okay, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's um, supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. I never played Man uh, Human Revolution, the one on 360. Yeah. Um, the Mankind Divided, the new one, is supposed to be really good, and it was it's on sale on uh, PlayStation for like 17 bucks. So yeah. I snagged it. So that's probably going to be once I have nothing to play and I've beaten Mass Effect Andromeda and possibly Platinum to The Witcher. <laughs> that's probably yeah. what I'll move on to. Now, did you ever growing up play any of the uh, Star Wars video games? Like Battlefront 2? Yeah, Battlefront 2. I played Battlefront. I played Battlefront 2. Force Unleashed. Uh, that's that's one I was really did not play. About. Force Unleashed, I platinumed. I played that. Uh, those were fun to games. Death. Um, did not play Force Unleashed 2. Uh huh. But the first one I played to death. So I, I think was, I think I played two. I didn't play one because I was following that when it was coming out for like because it was like this big technological marvel of like this kind of showpiece kind mm-hmm. of of all these different systems that they had in there. Like look at this physics engine. Look at look at yeah. how this AI performs. And yeah, so I followed it for a <laughs> long time and then eventually played it because yeah. I had invested that much time into it already. I was absolutely going to play it regardless how good it was. Did you ever play um, Knights of the Old Republic? Like the old PC game? I start, actually, because it's on iPad, I started an iPad version of it and got, I couldn't tell you where I got, I'm sorry, somewhere. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm ashamed. I sincerely apologize for my, but yeah, the Forza Unleashed (laughs) was a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you ever play, okay, 
that, sorry, I'll stop asking, did you ever play? Okay. Um, Battlefront, the remake, what did you think of that? The, I think we talked about that a little bit in A the little past. bit. Um, not impressed. Yeah. I played it a little bit, and it was, it just wasn't the same. It was just simple. Mm-hmm. Like, or not simple in the, the aspect of easy, but simple being, mm-hmm. like, just small. Yeah, and it was, I don't, I don't know. There was just like the power ups were all tokens you picked up on the field, and it just mm-hmm. it just didn't feel right. Battlefront Two seems to be taking a lot of those criticisms and really turning it around. Yeah. Like it's got a it's got a single player campaign now, which is yeah. looking to turn out pretty cool. And then it's got all th- all three eras of Star Wars. So it's got the prequels, the the originals, and then the the new era. Yeah, all those um, time periods are playable. Yeah, I was watching a um, video IGN shared earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, it was talking about the timeline of Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that stood out to me was um, they were it was some of the troopers and they were on um, Endor. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they were fighting. And it showed... Yeah, of course. Huh? Of course. Of course. Uh, they were looking up into the sky mm-hmm. and they saw the Death Star being rebuilt and mm-hmm. then it exploded. Uh-huh. Like, that was part of the campaign. Uh-huh. And it just did like a side-by-side view of... What was it? Um, the Empire Strikes Back, or Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi when they destroyed the. He claimed to be a Star Wars fan. Oh, you shut scrub. up! Shut up! It's you nerf herder. <laughs> now I feel terrible. <laughs> but um, <coughs> they showed a um, side by side view mm-hmm. of the Death Star exploding, and then it just like the camera panned out. And it it mm-hmm. was just really cool. Yeah. But um, I'm really excited about that, the fact that they're actually having a mm-hmm. campaign, mm-hmm. St- an actual storyline this go-around. Uh-huh. Um, you should pay attention around Black Friday and Cyber Monday, so PlayStation normally does a PlayStation Store sale. So I yeah. bet you could snag you some of these like brand-new releases for, I wouldn't say 50% off, but like 40 30 Yeah, a lot. And like PlayStation Plus members normally <laughs> get uh, an increased discount. Yeah. I'd snag that PlayStation Plus. Oh, right my again. gosh. But um, Mass Effect Andromeda, janky. Um, I love Mass Effect, and it's. I don't mean to talk like mad crap on it, but it's. Mm-hmm. I just loved it so much, and they they just took like two steps back. Yeah. Which it it was a different studio. It wasn't the same developers, and maybe I'm giving it a hard time because the press did <laughs> were not in, entirely pleased with it. Like it got. Mm. Mediocre scores around, not like bad, but not great either. Yeah. It was just kind of so-so. And they recently, probably a couple months ago, released their last patch, mm-hmm. made the statement, not going to be any DLC. Um, Mass Effect 1 had like one little expansion. Mass mm-hmm. Effect 2 had a couple DLCs and then one big like story pack. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect 3 had a few. But yeah, Mass Effect drama didn't get anything. They put a couple patches out fixing like some of the weird facial stuff, trying to make it a little bit better. But yeah, and like the the performance isn't that great. <laughs> like texture pop-ins during conversations, it's like when it switches from one character's perspective to the other. Mm-hmm. Like it always takes just like a like half a second for like the full texture of the character to render. Yeah, which just kind of takes away from it. Like they yeah. just haven't optimized the engine, and then. Uh, I've had to stop a couple missions, like restart from a previous save, because either like a character that you had to like trigger something for in order to be able to talk to, like didn't trigger. Mm-hmm. So I've killed all the enemies in that area, and then okay, now speak to Drac, and I can't talk to him. Yeah, 
even though all the enemies are dead. So it's just like glitchy things like that, which I've never had happen previously. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing will drive you crazy. That mm-hmm. was one thing <coughs> about Skyrim on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Little glitchy things like yeah, that. Like that's, that's, When you buy a Bethesda game, you kind of know you're getting into it. It's like, oh, oh yeah, of course. Be buggy, but. Uh, great storylines and all. Mm-hmm. But I remember like you'd be running up a mountain, mm-hmm. running from a freaking frost troll, mm-hmm. And they're so hard to kill, mm-hmm. or at least for me. And the me. frame rate just drops down to two. Yeah, the frame rate drops down to two. My elven dwar- um, battle axe somehow gets stuck inside of a rock, and I'm like mm-hmm. running in place in a rock, and then the frost troll gets me. Yeah. And that just would happen... tears your butthole apart. Yeah, pretty much. And then that would happen every now and then on the PS4, too. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's, it's... They didn't learn their lesson with Fallout 4, either, because it was more of the same. It was just... Mm-hmm. You know, not optimized. Yeah. Did you like Fallout? Fallout's good. I platinumed Fallout 3. I, of course. Oh, man. I put... That was during college, which yeah. I never thought I would go back and say that you have more time in school than you do now. You absolutely have more time in school than you <laughs> do in real life. Yeah, for real. Um, no, I platinumed Fallout 3, which was one of my bigger accomplishments. Like, mm-hmm. I made, like, multiple saves because you had to reach certain levels, like, being certain karma levels. Yeah. So, like, reach level 20 with good karma. Reach level 20 with neutral karma. Reach level 20 with evil karma. Yeah. So, I'd make multiple saves on level 19 and go around, like, murder a town and then level up. Yeah. And so, it'd be evil. So, yeah, it was... That was a feat, platinuming Fallout 3, and I just did not have the same drive to do that to Fallout 4. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I honestly couldn't get into Fallout. Um, the first one I ever played was New Vegas. I hated it. Really? I, I, I didn't. I never finished it. New Vegas. I played Fallout Three, which was good, and then I just could not get into New Vegas. Yeah. Now I got Fallout Four, and I played about halfway through, and then I just I got distracted. Yeah. I uh, I beat the main <coughs> story, and what's what's the expansion point? Lookout. You like go to Maine or something? I forget the exact name of the place, but it gives you a whole new map to explore, and I just. I, I think I beat the story of that, but then there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of side quests that I just didn't, yeah, like go back for. And then they tried, they added in, which I got into a little bit, like added in a uh, base building, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool and novel, but it was something you didn't entirely need in like a whole new layer that's not completely necessary. Yeah, yeah. Some people got super into it, but it's not like intuitive. Uh, like Minecraft is, where you just like put something down and it automatically connects to something else, and then yeah. you can like it snaps into place mm-hmm. like fallout had a snap mechanic but like certain structures wouldn't snap to it so it was just like not again not optimized yeah where they didn't take into consideration okay this thing needs to snap to a floor but this floor just can't snap to this doorway yeah so just little things like that <coughs> but that i've heard a lot of people comment about how bethesda really needs to up their ante whenever they release a new elder scrolls or whatever because witcher 3 is out there and is as big, if not bigger, than Skyrim, but yeah. runs well yeah. and consistently. Well, Skyrim has their like own cult following. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Whereas The Witcher Three is honestly, I mean, I'd say The Witcher Three is a little bit more mainstream. Not saying Skyrim's not, uh-huh. but I don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't Do either. Nope. Don't, okay. I have no idea what you're trying okay, to say. Never mind. Go ahead. No, it's just the way The Witcher Three performs is so so much better, and like um, CD Projekt Red, who's the developer can show like you can have a huge open game and it run well yeah but that's it i don't know if i don't want to say they're lazy because I'm, I'm not a developer and don't know how they do it but it's you know doesn't look great yeah um and when the modding community on a pc can come in and fix the majority of the issues with your game and then it runs you know yeah. that doesn't look great yeah it's 
but I will say in Skyrim the graphics were a lot better in the PS4 than they were at Xbox. Mm. Um, and higher but, up res- resolution, and it yeah. wasn't built from the ground up, but you know, yeah. give it a bump in resolution. Or but whatever. it, it, it could have been better. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at like Black Ops Three, mm-hmm. and it's a couple of years old, but man, those graphics were still well. Awesome. It is it's kind of comparing apples and oranges, just because uh, Skyrim's this open world, and you can only make like linear games are going to look better because you're using fewer resources. Yeah, that makes so, like, sense. Uncharted Four looks phenomenal but if uncharted 4 was open world yeah it's not gonna you're gonna have to make concessions somewhere <laughs> that makes sense you know same well you want to talk about old star wars a little bit brought it up a little bit earlier yeah uh, there is actually something that came out today that i wanted to get your opinion on yeah that's fine um we'll talk about it after this break all right all right let's go Alright, Adam. So, earlier today, I was on Reddit, as I do in my downtime. Of course. Um, and Disney, I think, had a uh, investor meeting today of uh-huh. some sort. I don't. I hate sounding like I don't know what I'm talking about. I've anyway, they, the they had an investor meeting, maybe, and they announced that Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, is going to be coming back and writing and directing a new trilogy of Star Wars movies. Oh. <laughs> so, give me your initial impressions of that. What do you think? I'm excited. I mean, okay, okay. I'm always excited for mm-hmm. more Star Wars. It just it makes my heart happy. All right. But do they have any idea of what they're going to be about, when it's going to take place, it's where, how? It's going to be not connected to the Star Wars or Star Wars uh, Skywalker uh-huh. saga. So, it's going to be in a separate part of the galaxy, separate Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. But. This is, hold up, this is literally the first thing I've heard about this. So I'm really, I'm, I'm excited, you, yes. You, okay, so any of the information regarding, you knew the trilogy was going to happen. Yeah, Daniel texted me while we were recording earlier, uh-huh. and um, he told me that, sent me a link, but I have not opened the link. Okay, so, this so is, any of the. This is a reaction I recording was, right this here. This is a reaction. I was actually, I had a split second of happiness, and then I actually got a little worried because I got to thinking like I don't want them to <coughs> overdo Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want there to be too much and it lose its magic. Okay. I see where you're coming from. Mhm. But they which they haven't done anything yet to give the impression that they would lose quality. They haven't had a well other than you can argue the prequel trilogies are bad. I would say that they're a product of the time and they're, yeah. wa- they're watchable, they're fine. But they haven't had a complete terrible movie yeah. yet. I I didn't like Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I of course, the storyline's very important, but mm-hmm. I just... Some people hate them, some people think yeah. they're fine. I'm in more than the camp that I think they're fine. Yeah. I wouldn't say, like, oh my god, they're fantastic. Yeah. Now, Ranger I, the Sith is pretty good. Like, it's got some pretty it's sweet cheesy. Oh, uh, the acting is super cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor old Hayden Christ- Christensen. I mean, yep. he just he doesn't have much going for him. Yeah. But the storyline itself was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm afraid that they were going to reach an oversaturated point, and then the Star Wars movies quality are going to start to decline. See, but that's what I was thinking. Of, <coughs> excuse me about the Avengers too, because mm-hmm. you know Disney and Marvel now. Mm-hmm. Um, Which- but so far, everything they've come out yeah, with, it's, it's been on a spectrum of good. 
I would say. Everything's yeah. been either like awesome, really good, or kind of like good. Yeah. Like Thor the Dark World is considered like on the lower tier of the Marvel movies, which we should do like a ranking of them one day. Okay, yeah, I'd As definitely a topic, to like that. rank that. Yeah. Um, I want to go see Thor Ragnarok. It's I was about to, to ask if you've seen it. Anyways, no, see it anyway, Star Wars. Yeah, that we haven't reached that point yet. But, but go ahead. I can see it happening. Like the Han Solo movie, I don't know if that's entirely called for, like a young Han Solo movie. Like, do we know. really need that? I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I mean, and then seeing Donald Glover in there. I love Donald Glo- Glover. Glover? <laughs> you mean Glover? Oh, I always say Glover. I don't know why. Childish Gambino. Yeah, Childish Gambino. Anyways, um, but then think about Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That was... I, mean, I was kind of had hesitant on Rogue One. I didn't think it would be good, and then... I went, oh boy, was I wrong. I, I went and saw it twice in a week. Man, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, I have a feeling that's just how it's going to be, because I mean... I got a feeling that I never, never knew, never had before, no, no. That was uncalled for. Anyways, um, I'm just playing. It's all good. Um, no, Rogue One was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. So, have they released any like what? What it's, else? Did it's this just the announcement saying that Ryan Johnson is going to write and direct a new Star Wars trilogy. Oh my goodness! New new characters not related to Skywalker in any way. Separate part of the galaxy, whatever. New time period, maybe. Yeah. They also announced that there's going to be you know Disney's going to be doing their own uh, streaming service. They're going to be pulling, eventually pulling their stuff off of Netflix, and they're going to have their own standalone streaming oh, yeah. service. They're going to re- <coughs> release a live-action Star Wars show specifically for their new streaming service, and like they're going to have a Monsters, Inc. TV show and then something else mm. also, which they've been talking about doing a live-action Star Wars show forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have. It's finally going to... I don't know if it'll be related to like the previous projects or whatever, but it's finally going to gain some traction and you know hit it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I can go off on a, a whole other tangent about what I think about everybody trying to have their own streaming service now. The whole draw of like Netflix is like everything's there. I don't want to subscribe. I have ten different ten dollars subscriptions. Yeah. To watch what I want to watch, you know. Well, that's just that's the direction everything's going now. I mean, mm-hmm. eventually, I think cable's going to be done away with, and we're just going to yeah. have apps. I mean. Mm-hmm. Because you've got like smart TVs, um, mm. Amazon Fire Stick, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you Apple can TV. literally stream on anything. Yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, I think that's the direction television's going nowadays. It's just, uh, that, I feel like that's the draw because having like, so right now I have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, which, I mean, you already get Amazon Prime and then you get their streaming service on top of that. So it's yeah. more value, I would, I would say. Yeah. And then HBO Go. Yeah. So that's four subscriptions. Yeah, that's already um, like forty something bucks. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Amazon Prime. And it, it, it's kind of broken down. <clears throat> it's a yearly price, but if you break it down twelve months, it'd probably be about about the same. I don't want to do the math right now, but yeah. If that's the whole draw is that everything's just right there. Yeah. Like if it's not on Netflix, it's probably on Amazon. Yeah. But they're gonna slowly start pulling these things out. It's. it's I think everything's gonna rebound. It's like everybody's gonna nice. Nine, nice. The bad. track wasn't muted. Everything's going to start pulling pulling to their own services, all these companies. Like, <laughs> Disney owns ABC, so all of the, like, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s probably going to come off of Netflix. And, yeah. Uh, they're going to stop having their stuff on Hulu, so if you want to see the new episodes, you probably have to subscribe to this Disney thing. And I think it's going to reach a tipping point where 
it's going to be oversaturated and people aren't going to want to pay for all these a la carte subscriptions. Yeah. And then they're going to start collapsing. And I think it'll just kind of rubber band back. Yeah. They'll start giving in and then, oh yeah, well, we'll put it on Netflix. You know, we'll get, we'll take the cut of whatever Netflix pays us to have it on their service. Yeah. I think it'll eventually get back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. You know, but I don't know. We'll I try see. and be pragmatic a little bit. Pragmatic. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Who knows, before you know it, if Tesla ever gets their crap back together, uh, they'll have Netflix in their cars, too. That just seems very ill-conceived and not safe at all. (laughs) How about let's uh, talk about a music sponsor here, Adam? Sounds good, man. (laughs) You want to take us to a transition? Absolutely. All right, Adam. This week's local catch is brought to you by the Atlanta local band Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Glamour. Wow, you are awful. Uh (laughs) I can't talk. They're from Atlanta? Yeah, from Atlanta. Beginning in 2012, and they became a regular playing among the Atlanta do it yourself scene. Huh. Uh, We're going to play you a little song, which was their debut, actually, Me and All My Friends. (laughs) Kelsey Grammer is a genre bending, self deprecating, autobiographical. Rough around the edges, emotional mess. Man, yeah, the adjectives. I love it. Yeah, we listened to it earlier. What did you think? You compared them to... Um, I The music kind of reminds me of uh, Taking Back Sunday's new stuff mm-hmm. off the album Tidal Wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a, a punky mm-hmm. tie. Granted, Taking Back Sunday's not punk, but right. they've got that kind of... California surf. They do describe themselves as genre bending. Yeah, genre. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that, like that raw, cutting edge feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the vocals strictly sound like Let Live. Old Jason okay. Butler. Mm-hmm. I can um, see that a little bit. Yeah, I I, I like them. Mm-hmm. Like I like them a lot. They describe themselves as not being able to fit into a single genre, but have been equated to post hardcore, emo, and even indie. No, oh, I can see it. Yeah, so I dig it. It's definitely <laughs> up my alley. So here we go. Me and all my friends from Kelsey Grammer. Enjoy.
what you say let's wrap this puppy up there adam sounds good let's take her home where's home? take her all the way where's home you always take it <laughs> i don't even home is where the heart is parker i don't even know That's where i was where trying i was is. trying to go for like a wrap it and before you take her okay, kind of thing okay, kind of thing you. you know what i'm saying all right let's do that plug and chug plug quick. and chug uh if you enjoyed the show thank you for sticking with us you can find us on facebook twitter instagram all that social media stuff throw us a like or subscribe do you subscribe on Instagram? Follow. You follow on you follow. Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, head over to iTunes or your podcast service of choice. Throw us a subscription and a rating. That would be super helpful to help us get a little bit higher in uh-huh. the charts. And if you really enjoyed it, it would be super cool if you could head over to Patreon, throw us a couple bucks, help us buy some new recording equipment. We'd like to do this more in a professional sense. So anything you could do would be greatly appreciated. Yes. Throw us um, some comments, concerns, any questions you have. You know, direct messages. We love hearing from the community what they got going on. Slide on into them DMs. That's that's all that we're doing for the show. That's all we're doing for. That's what I'll, I. I don't know. That's what we've got going right now. Yeah, that's what we got going right <laughs> now. I want the show to be an open forum for anybody to just come talk, hang out. Let's all get along. Yeah, everybody's welcome here. And um, also keep your <coughs> ears. Eyes, hearts open. Hearts, yes. yes. Um, Be open and willing. Open and willing. We're gonna fill you up with our love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have we should have a fun little surprise next week for the show. Yeah. Wasn't quite ready uh, this week. The week after. Week after. Yes, we release bi-weekly. Yes, yes. Um, sorry, that was my inner worship pastor coming out when I said open no, hearts. That's, that's okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. We've got some things we're working on. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, ears and eyes open. Mm-hmm. Just as, for the show in general, but yeah, next week you'll hear the week after next a fun little ditty. I'd say we yes, got a sir. fun surprise. So yeah, we've been catch up podcast. I'm Parker. Got Adam over here. Hi. We'll see you Bye. next time. Good night. <laughs>